Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That makes sense. Well, I forgot the cord again. <laughs> Luckily, these batteries are super powered and carrying us through. And then I just I just went to start the recording and I pushed it and it said, no SD card. And <laughs> her life flashed before her eyes. But we have it. That's why you're listening to this, because we have it. Choo-choo. Sweet, sweet SD card. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Um, You guys, the universe has been curb stomping me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly. I got sick. Th- I got a fucking summer cold. Yeah. My air conditioning needs to be completely replaced. Good. Cool, cool, cool. They still haven't done that? Oh, no, no, because the third person came in to look at it. Uh-huh. Sweet Kyle was, like, over watching Big Brother um, and on Facebook. Friday and I like left to go see Mamma Mia uh-huh. again uh-huh. and then Kyle ended up staying for like an hour and a half two hours while the people looked at my Aww. air conditioner because they came after they said they good would boy he's such a good boy thank you Kyle thank you Kyle thank you Eccles thank oh my god right Eccles it's been like a year and a half Eccles Eccles are you th- Eccles can you hear me <laughs> that's so funny Barbara Streisand uh-huh. I was watching before I came over today the way we were starring Barbara Streisand and Robert Redford featured on the end of season two of Sex in the City hey, that, hey, did you hey. know that's that why I was like I wonder why she didn't respond to me being how I'm Carrie but I haven't gotten to the part where she says that thing about um Hubble your wife your girl is beautiful Hubble. oh mm-hmm. see I I'm not sure I would have even known that that was from the way we were this is an episode called A Vogue Idea, and I liked it a lot. It's kind of different plot-wise. Also, it feels bit. like it's um, it's um, filmed differently. I had that exact thought. Like it's there like was a, a moment, movie. Yeah, there was a moment where I was watching Carrie and Samantha talk on a couch at the baby shower, and I was like, this, is, this feels more modern in how it's filmed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hi, everybody. And welcome to Splat, Splat, the podcast where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex, sex in, in the, the city. city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. You guys. That was some smooth sailing right smooth there. I'm proud. Sailing. Do you ever think there's a day that will come where we just don't comment on whether or not we've done our intro correctly? That has been a feature on every fucking episode. No, I think it, it's part of our charm. That's right. How are you doing? You have a big day tomorrow. I have a big day tomorrow. By the time this episode comes out, I will have three days at my new job under my belt tomorrow being the first which is really crazy I'm excited I have two days of orientation which is kind of nice because I know you know what I'll do like I don't remember the morning stuff the basics but I know I have like the afternoon tomorrow is just um like computer training you know learning how to use systems and stuff which is also just nice to know (laughs) I'm being trained and everything but I don't I we're kind of making this job up as I go and I'm really excited to I'm figure really it out. I'm really excited to hear about it. I'm not really nervous yet. I'm sure I will be in the morning. Should I send you flowers to work tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, please. From your do. sweet love from my beau. <laughs> <laughs> Just make everyone hate just, me from just day my one. My partner Brooke. <laughs> Brooke, uh, Brooke's family is taking me to Disney World oh. in September, <laughs> which I'm so fucking excited about and I keep telling people and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you're going to have the best time." And Bridget's but never been and literally I've both of been. my pa- my dad was listening I guess to the podcast on Thursday and he was like, well, first he goes, <laughs> this is the conversation. He goes, Bridget's a virgin. And I went, what? <laughs> no. Why are you asking me that? And he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. That's so funny. <laughs> yes, I am a Disney World virgin. And I was, like, I was like, Dad, you really buried the leap there. I was like, also, you listen to the podcast. And also, that's a very inappropriate question to be asked. Hi, <laughs> pod dad. And then he went, I'm so sorry for her. Like that she's that, that I've that, never been. No, that you're coming with us as your oh, first time. Oh, God, are you kidding? I can't imagine a better way. Brooke literally said the other night, she was like, I'm just so excited because I've never been to Disney World with a partner before. No, that's not true. That's not true. Because didn't you go with Lily? 
No, I went with with my ex, oh. my ex boyfriend, and I went, but just the two of us. Oh, oh I've never I see. brought my a partner with me with my family. Oh, there we go. That's we <laughs> and I've that, gone with yeah, Hillary can... in L.A. too uh, to Disneyland. But this isn't the same. This is like truly like you're gonna see like the depths of like a part of me that like I'm, I'm opening so myself excited. up to you in a way that <laughs> is like you know what I'll give you in return for this. <gasps> <laughs> I shouldn't have committed to it, but I just did, I think. <laughs> after, 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 after I get to see this, I'll oh show God. you the deepest part of me. <gasps> Brooke knows what I'm talking about. I mean, I'll show her my One Direction Tumblr. I cannot believe oh I just agreed God, to that. Oh, my God, I can't Brooke believe it. Like, and it's in ink, essentially. Yeah, it it's is on in, this it podcast. It is in millennial ink. <laughs> oh, my God, what have I done? What have I done, sweet Jesus? What have I done? <laughs> Precisely. That's like someone yesterday, too, was, like, talking about seeing Wicked, um, mm. and mm. they were like, did you betray yourself? <laughs> no, no, no. They were like, I forget who it was. It might have been Ari, actually. Mm. Was like, oh, would you want to? Someone was like asking about going to see Wicked. And I was like, oh, I oh, I was talking about this boy. I have a crush on. Mm-hmm. And Ari was like, oh, you two should go to Wicked. And I was like, I don't go to Wicked with people <laughs> unless I am extremely comfortable with him. And we've been dating for at minimum a year yeah, and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that is like the t- top of the intimate experience <laughs> list with like, Brooke. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get to... It's odd to me how... No, it's not. You guys, I have some really exciting... Th- this will be my delta. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Table it. Remember it. Shelve it for oh, later. I won't You'll ever never forget, forget it. it. Wow, can't wait I to I saw hear. Mamma Mia 2 for the second time this weekend, and um, it was better the second time. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I saw it with um, my friend Anna. Love that for both and of we you. Got <laughs> you see it's fun right i know but i just especially when i'm with you now it's compulsive yeah i love that for us <laughs> um <laughs> i love this for our listeners honestly yeah we love this for you yeah, we love this for get it you. trending get it trending hashtag that's how it works you put guys, the hashtag at the end, right? before we jump into the episode i just want to say how happy and grateful i am that mercury has stationed direct she's She's out. We We're have out. a shadow. We have a shadow period, which I am prepared for. Mm-hmm. But this one really fucked me up. It was a biggie. There were lots just a of lot. things happened and changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots. Mercury baby. Mercury baby. Mercury baby. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, this episode is called a Vogue. Is there? Do you have anything else you'd like to report? No. Any no. Ho- housekeeping? Um, housekeeping. I got a gel manicure yesterday. I'm happy about it. You did? I did. Uh, there's a nice place just at Flatbush, and I was like, I oh, want something beautiful. I won't have to worry about for... Thank you. I was going to go, like, bright, essay blue, as I usually would, and then oh, I was like, you I know, like something the, a little like, subtler. the gentle shine. It's like it's a like shiny a little, little greeny. I painted my own toenails. See? Oh, they look nice. I was, like, going to get a pedicure, and, and they didn't have room for me in the time that I was going to go, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to You resourceful girl. But I am going to get a, pet, a manicure this week It's a nice tree. I took him Katushi. I don't think she'd ever had... My German friend had ever had... A proper manicure. manicure. Ah. I know. It's a cool spot. We should go. <laughs> Wait, I had a dream that I was working in a salon. What? And I was really nervous. And our fr- Ben Estes was also working at the salon. Oh, my God. Wow. I just remembered this. What a and crew. And I got really panicked because they, I was worried that they were going to put me, like, on the floor, but I had never been trained or given a professional yep. manicure. And I was like, I don't know what to do with these tools. And don't you have to have some sort of certificate? <laughs> <laughs> and then I remembered such a responsible then, dream. So, and then they told me that I was part of the managerial staff and I was like, Oh, oh. but I was also working another job across the street. And so I kept just leaving. That sounds right. It was a weird dream. Yeah. Kind of sounds like a dream version of kind of like your work life in some ways. Maybe. Maybe. A Vogue idea. Okay. Uh, Shall we? Carrie says, every morning, millions of New Yorkers leave their crowded apartments and head out to the even more crowded streets. She has a new haircut. On their way to work. She's wearing a suit. She looks amazing. Sometimes a girl just needs a new start. I had a new due, a new mortgage, and therefore a new job. A breakup due. Yeah, it looks great. It's short. It's PC. It's curly. Her suit is is cute and very carry She keeps wearing this brooch. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's committed to a pin. Uh, She walks in. To Vogue, also known as Mecca, where I belong, she says. And we're meeting Candace with... Candice Bergen. Mm-hmm, who's a, an editor named Enid. And what's his face? 
uh, Ron Rifkin. Who do I? How do I know him? He's been in a million things. He, I feel like. Hang on, we're just gonna look it up because. Speaking it's worth of it. people named Enid, my aunt Enid, who's the mayor of Aventura. That's a fun oh. fact about me. Yeah, I'd forgotten that. She is non-contested, so she is gonna be the mayor again. That's and they amazing. don't have to campaign. Congrats. Congrats to my saving aunt Enid. money. Uh, saving money. Okay, he's been from in an Alias. Uh, blind spot elementary limitless limitless okay. gotham limitless. that's what i know i'm working for so I'm, i don't know if i mentioned this last week but i'm in this on camera class right now the mary tyler more hour one day at a time this guy's been yeah sorry um Say no it it's again. okay i mean they were doing all these scenes and um I, because that's what one does in an on camera mm-hmm. class and i kept hearing like these drug names being re- like referenced and i was like why does it sound familiar to me was it an svu no, it was from Limitless. Oh. And um, th- I haven't seen the movie or the TV show, but I did a Limitless-themed escape room in Tel Aviv. Oh, my God. That I was like, oh. I was like, is this... And you recognize the scene from the escape room? I just... The, the drug that they are oh, dealing with. Sure. And I was like, this sounds like... Like, and the, the symptoms. And I was like... I turned to the girl next to me and could... And I was like, is this from Limitless? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my I can't believe you put that together. That's incredible. It was Your right. brain. It amazes me. <laughs> it's beautiful and underappreciated. Truly. Except by my dad who overappreciates it. Mm-hmm. Calm down, dad. Calm down, dad. So, so Carrie her is. Her article was bleeding, she says, because it, it has so many red marks, red marks on, it. on it. Enid has eviscerated her. Julian, her other editor who hired her, like loves it because basically she was supposed to do like an article about accessories and she wrote a really quirky, funny one about men, men as accessories. Which is, sounds interesting to me. It does, but Enid's like, it's not Vogue. You were supposed to write about handbags, which I don't think you know anything about. And Julian's kind of like, hey, you it's, know, it's We're it's not good. looking for Vogue according to your agenda. No one cares about your agenda, she, which, like, honestly, I think... She I un- says it sounds like her newspaper column, exactly, not yeah. like Vogue. I understand, though. It's like if Broadway.com or Playbill.com, like, reached out to me to write an article about musical theater, mm-hmm. and I wrote it, like, with my, my Brooke charm, You're, and they were yeah. like, this isn't Broadway. No. And I would be like, what? I'm like, but I know this, like, the back of my hand. Yep. That's how Carrie feels. Yeah. She does because this is her wheelhouse, you know, supposedly, and she's funny. And so after Enid leaves, um, Julian, Julian like, gives her a martini. Her. And he keeps calling her Cookie, which like, is super Red triggering flag from for the me. Beginning. Yeah. I hate Because you hate Brookie Cookie, right? Ugh, yeah. It makes me feel like I'm a, oh, I hate Cookie. A wee oh. baby toddler. It makes me really feisty. Mm-hmm. Well, Carrie gets drunk on he, on a martini, a martini and a half at like 10 a.m. And she says, he goes, how did you get so drunk off a martini and a half? Well, she goes <laughs> she, on this whole yeah. diatribe. She's like, I'm not Vogue. I'm What's not ready Vogue? for it. I'm, she's stumbling. She's doing those. She's doing the weight sh- weight distribution thing that I do yep. when I get drunk. Yep. And she's like, I didn't need. She's, he's excuse me. He says, why did you get so drunk? Off? How did you get so drunk after a martini? <laughs> and she goes, I didn't eat breakfast and I'm a size two, which made me perfect for Vogue. But here I am. Yep. And I was like, I love Carrie. She's very straightforward. He also tells her that the reason he hired her is because the year before his daughter introduced him to the column and he just loved her and thought she'd be right for Vogue. And she's like, well, you thought wrong. So they cheers and he gives her more. She also says it's interesting because she does. She gets very like confessional with him and she's like I came in here today so cocky certain that I'd done my thing and that it would be perfect and Enid just fucking I got really nervous in this scene about what was going to happen and I uh, think in 2018 this scene would be different I think like yes. eventually we do get we get to where, we I, get to where I'm we worried we the episode gonna go, is going to go the but whole I time thought, but I think in 2018 and, and I'm skipping you know ahead, yeah. but I think that this scene this, the the crux of the issue of the of the episode would be this scene right here right because it's, carrie's drunk and julian's not and she's stumbling definitely and not. you're not sure and like he has the power it's another the crux of the like weird power and you're not sure what he's gonna do but right. he's very kind and he like helps he walks her, get her out, out of the building she's like so she's like holding on to funny. him at one point she's like was that anna wintour he's like no <laughs> and they keep walking she's very cute and she drunky can, and it's like 10 a.m she still looks amazing in her suit and her new do though she does look great. I'm, I'm with the carry necklace. My my necklace broke again. No. I wear it too much. No. I might need to get like a, a, a gooder mm. one. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll like actually reach out to. I was going to say down. Yeah. Because we could we could make that happen. As like a Hanukkah gift mm. from my family. Oh. That's and then nice. I was thinking of also asking my mom if she still had hers so I could wear them both. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> she knows. She knows. Brooke knows. Brooke knows. She's sweet. So speaking of the other weird power dynamic that would be handled differently because of what it is, 
Richard and Samantha are out to dinner talking about celebrating his birthday. And there's a hot 21-year-old waitress. Named Alexa. And Richard is basically, Alexa, play threesome. (laughs) Alexa, bring us dessert. (laughs) Alexa, play Pete Davidson. (laughs) Um, Did you see her respond to a fan who was... Ariana responded to a fan who was like f- being rude on her Instagram post. And she was like, "Ugh, you're so boring. Can you go talk somewhere else? Alexa, play Pete Davidson. Like, boo hoo. It's so funny. I love her. Ariana said yeah. that. <laughs> Have you listened to the new album? Yeah, like three times. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Anyway, so Richard's like, I don't want anything for my birthday. I wish it were a little boppier. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I need more bops. But I, I'm, I'm the more I'm listening. They're like grow on me bops, though, I think. I mean, good night and go, though. Oh, I will never be over it. I will never be over it. I it's know. So I already put it in the playlist, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna try to find it just an accompaniment of it for mm. for my non smart non sculpt moment. I would love to do some yoga to that song. Damn. Um, listen to Sweetener. Tell us what you think. Um, Carrie is um, no sorry, Samantha. Basically, Richard's like, you know what I want for my birthday. Because at first he wants nothing. And she's like, you should want something. It's about luxurious. He's like, I want an all night long fuck, fuck fest, fest with you. And Samantha's like, well. Consider your candles blown. And then he goes, and Alexa. And so Samantha's like, okay, so you're trying to get me to orchestrate a threesome. And we are now at brunch. With the four of them. And she's like um, explaining the situation to them as they do. And she's like, it's either he cheats without me or he cheats with me there. And Charlotte's like, wait, those are the options. Um, and there's a lot of daddy issues that come up in mm-hmm. this episode. And Charlotte's like, he could be her da- her father. This like older men thing. Um, and Samantha does this whole like, it's not fair. Older men, you know, get hotter as they get older. Richard somehow is in his prime. And somehow Alexa, you know, is the counterpart. Yeah, to that. as men get older, they get, you know, they're like a fine cheese. Right. And as they, they get older, they're like their a value depreciates. Banana. Yeah. It's like you gotta you gotta stick that in the freezer real fast. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah. So, so, so. Um, and so Miranda comes in and she apologizes. Because she's, she's late. late. She was shopping for a shoulder. She wishes there was a place that was just called like the perfect crib for you that just sells one crib. And basically Charlotte's like, here's the solution to this. I know you hate this idea, but let me throw you a baby shower. And Miranda's like, no. And Charlotte's like, the point of a baby shower is everyone gives you shit. And Miranda's like, oh, oh okay. And she's like, no, no storks, no cutesy shit. I want fried chicken. Yeah, which I love. I love it. And Charlotte's kind of scandalized. And it's really sweet of Charlotte to step up and do this. But you can also see it's like, you know, the baby shower she would have wanted to have for herself and is now. There's a little crazy behind Charlotte's eyes. Yes. In this episode. Yeah. She's really actually being forced to confront a lot of the stuff that she has had to let go. Which like good for her. Truly. And that she's trying to be a really supportive friend. You know, especially on the heels of last episode. Like there's so this is a big friendship episode. Charlotte is being so selfless the end of season four yeah she really is she's she's leaning into it and i'm so excited for her to like go back to work yeah me too me too i think it'll give her agency and power yes i hope so she'll be able to find a true partner i can't believe we only have two seasons left isn't that nuts though we'll get there yeah still a lot of episodes yeah um and the rest of them are like oh no what are we gonna get miranda for our gift and they're like, okay, we'll just, she has a registry. We'll just find something on there. And and then we cut to Carrie narrating about how Charlotte needed to prepare the house by getting rid of the baby room that she had created. Like if she was going to host a baby shower for someone else, she didn't want like the evidence of her baby hopes. And I'm like, it took you up to now you, yeah. to, to do that? What, you thought you were going to, I don't know, I, get married Part of again. me thinks it's that, sweet, I guess that they're doing this with Miranda, but I feel like, again, mm-hmm. in 2018, I'm, I'm ploppability. Yeah, I love over, it. But I, it. I think in 2018 still that Charlotte would have maybe done it on her own. Sooner. Yeah. 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 And, and this, I, I think th- they still want Charlotte to fill out, fulfill, fill out, to fulfill her like Charlotte fantasy where she does it by getting married and having a family family. Yes. But I think you're right. But, and they're kind of miranda You're You're right. But it's a different sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Carrie's having dinner with Julian. Dinner with Julian. A novel. Dinner with Julian. And he's very this, he's very s- familiar with her. I'm so sorry. He keeps calling her cookie. But the thing that upsets me the most about this is that they're having sushi and there's like a plate in the middle and she has like one on her plate. And I'm like, that is not uh-uh. like you got if you got like a presumably like a tuna roll and it's like one of those rolls that's like not inside out. It's so small. Like just you eat it from the plate and Come you on. eat the whole thing. Yeah. It made me really upset. 
Well, Carrie is a size two and didn't have breakfast. So. Well, I'm a size four and I didn't <laughs> eat breakfast, but I still eat <laughs> a shitload of sushi. <laughs> I did that the other night, actually. I really want sushi for dinner tonight, but Lily tells me I'm not allowed to get it on a Sunday because the fish markets are closed, so you have a questionable fish. But uh, I might do it anyway. Wow, Lily is a wealth of knowledge. Honestly, what would I do without her? She's coming back from Italy tomorrow, and I, I'm just like overwhelmed. Oh, I, that photo, sh- Lily, if you listen to this, I know you don't. You look really hot in that photo. <laughs> And very Moana-y. Um, Julian and Carrie are having like a very like do-to-do. We're cute and kind of weirdly flirting. And it's as he, you're sort of dad-like. And he and Carrie also then tells him, she's like, listen, I've just decided I'm not going to finish the article. Right. And also she starts to like, and Julian goes, well, well, how would your father feel if you quit? And he, she's yes. like, and this makes me upset too because. Um, well, first he says to her, no, no, I don't let my, I don't just let my kids quit. And Carrie says, well. Yeah, I'm not your kid. And she also says that my dad quit on me and my mom when I was five. Which, hello. Okay, however, uh-huh. the Carrie Diaries is all about her relationship with her dad. Oh, because her da- her single dad who's raising her. Wow. And I was like, there's one. Like, come on, Major dramaturgy. Come through. Would have changed the in- whole inconsistencies. Maybe she's, well, maybe we'll pretend she's just saying that to shut him down. She sees his long ploy. No, because it makes no, sense. She, all it of it, Like the fact that her dad lust makes sense for all of her daddy issues, which is what we, you know, come up. Yeah. And which is what Julian's like, hey, and then lot. literally Julian's like, hey, so you have daddy issues. Basically, he's like, it's fascinating that you um, write a column about all of your issues with men when your dad left. And she's like, can you shut up? <laughs> Basically. Um, but he's he kind of talks her into uh, still writing the article, essentially. And so they go back. Yeah. And she says, what if I could only. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> like, why are you going so sorry, fast? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm a speed demon today. <laughs> he, yeah. He says to her, what if we just cut Enid out of the picture? Yeah. And you only have to work with me. Um, which is much better for Carrie because Enid's been terrible over and over. And she asks why he's being so sweet. Uh-huh. And he says to her, martini guilt because he feels he's bad for getting her drunk. He's very sweet and charming. He's quite charming. You can see why this man has acted and everything. He's giving me Joel Later Grey Later night, I thought about fathers or the lack of them. Some say a daughter's relationship with her father is the model for all her subsequent relationships with men. Is that just pop psychology or is there some truth to it? And if you were given a less than perfect model, does it mean a life of less than perfect relationships? I couldn't help but wonder. How much does a father figure figure? Not her best button on a on a pun, but who boy, do I have lots of thoughts about this? Yeah, I as do as well. Yeah, I. Let me just say it again, as I say with everything, massive oversimplifications, obviously, but I think there's some truth to all stereotypes and to like people repeating patterns and stuff but this is one of those things that I've just chosen to not believe long ago because why would I'm like my family unit fell apart we have because a very, of my dad we have and a very different very like, different yeah. I think Miranda brings this up to um to carry later yeah and I thought about us actually yeah. in that moment because like I have a very exceptional relationship with my father and mm-hmm. I'm not doing great <laughs> <laughs> but like neither am I but I also can't believe that like I'm doomed to a life of never successful relationships because that's what happened to my parents who are also people you know and right like, I think definitely there's some pa- well on the other hand too I have the same thing where like I was five when my dad left our house and I don't now have like a hole where I'm like I need this filled by a dad figure no. you know so I don't know I'm sure they manifest in other ways and then like I think that they the do. way I like adopt myself into families yeah. and like find father figures elsewhere. Yeah. But it's this episode tends to then make it kind of sexual as always happens. But and that's not really part of it for me. But, but I had I like get a it. very stable family unit. Yeah. And we have our issues as well. Yeah. Well, then I think it's hard because it's like, yes, just relationships. But I think, you know, what Carrie's really talking about is the like one person, the like marriage person. There's also like and and I think I've learned this as I grew up and got to know. It's funny. This <laughs> my mom and I celebrated 10 years of being Facebook friends today. Oh, and she's charming. very funny about it. A decade it. together. A decade of friendship. <laughs> and I was just talking to her on my way here about how like it does feel like we are friends mm-hmm. now more. Yeah. She's like, but I'm still your mom. I was like, obviously, you're still my mom. That's nice. But like this week she's been like we've, we've like learned how to talk to each other and like mm. there's just like a lot about our childhood and the things happening mm. and it's what this book I'm reading about is too it's like what is happening in the parent to the parental units that mm. the children don't necessarily know about that like like we ha- we can create all of these um scenarios and like mm. issues that we have based on like what was happening to 
to us as children from our parents, but like we don't actually know what was happening to our parents. Yeah, that's so true. I think about that often. Like I have, I don't, I just really only have my experience of that from the outside. I have no idea really what it right. looked like. From and when the you get like, I've gotten like it, little bits of insight, like mm-hmm. like when my dad and I drove across the country, I like learned so much about mm. my family and about my childhood. And like my mom and I had this like really intense lunch a couple, like maybe a year ago. Mm. And it's just very, it's very interesting. So I think that, but I, I and I do think, I think that there is validity to what Carrie is saying, but I also think that... I do. I mean, there's... Tr- stereotypes come from a place, you oh, know? Oh, of course. But I also... It's like there's no examination then of the other side of this. Are we just going to pretend this is just something that happens exclusively to women and their fathers? No, I is don't there think any so. illusion I think that to men is, and mothers? Because I think there absolutely I see that is. everywhere. I see that so god fucking much. Yeah, it's uh, fascinating. Mm. And I also think women and their mothers. Yeah. Oh, and definitely. men and their and fathers. And their fathers, yeah. I mean, it's just... <laughs> it's just life, man. fucking doomed <laughs> no matter what you are. Um, so, Miranda is on the phone with um, the London office, and she gets a call through from her secretary who's like, Charlotte York says it's an emergency. And this is where Charlotte really gets crazy behind the eyes. She's on the <laughs> phone with her, and... Sh- and k- nope. Miranda keeps saying to her, like, I have to get off the phone. Charles basically like, I know you said no storks, but there's this gorgeous full feathered centerpiece. And listen, if these people are giving you expensive gifts, like they're going to expect to see cute baby things. Mm-hmm. And Miranda ends up hanging up on her. And Charlotte is um, like, Miranda, Miranda. <laughs> she really can't believe it. Um, but Miranda's really adamant. She doesn't want the cutesy stuff. You know, she doesn't want stork. She doesn't want anything that's like stereotypical baby. Charlotte's like, you can get this marzipan baby stroller with a white chocolate baby inside you can eat. (laughs) And that's when Miranda hangs up on her. The next day, Samantha goes and she talks to Alexa and she's basically like, Alexa, have a threesome. (laughs) Alexa, please find me a lithe 21-year-old for my Beau's birthday. Alexa, please schedule the threesome. (laughs) Basically, she's like, I'm having an exclusive party. And the woman's like, Alexa's like, do you want to reserve the back room? And she's like, no, it's a party for three. Richard, me. And you, if you're available. And she's like, I'm wide open. And can you imagine being approached by, like, in this situation? Like, I guess we're, cl- like. No. I, like, can't, can't be. Frankly, no. Imagine being. Propositioned for a threesome. Just out of the blue by people. I mean, like, what no. a compliment. And yes. I would have to say, thank you so much. I think, yeah, I think I'd have to at least get drinks first, you know. <laughs> I can't even. I was actually, I was talking to, um my friend who is a homosexual male uh-huh. about like grinder culture uh. and how I just like can't imagine like meeting someone on an app being like okay come to my house mm-hmm. in 45 minutes like it's a safety issue having sex with them and then leaving them like no. I just like can't no. see myself doing no. that no also my vagina is a palace <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> it's a temple and uh her gates are not easily trespassed <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Miranda is really pregnant in this like tunicky cute thing. And, and Charlotte, Charlotte looks like a lady pirate. She looks like, <laughs> yeah, yes, a lady pirate or like a grown up red riding hood. She's wearing like a corset type thing with a skirt. And like the corset like sort of nips it's not in tucked her in. Hips. It like it's goes very, over the skirt. Yeah. I mean, it's cute. It's just weird. It's a, it's not something I would have imagined Charlotte waking up and very putting on her body. Mm-hmm. And my um, mom definitely owned that thing that Miranda's wearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Charlotte just basically starts freaking Miranda out because she's like, where are you going to put the crib? And then she's like, are you going to have the baby sleep in the bed with you? You might roll over on it, but some cultures think it's more healthy. Are you going to be a crib mom or a marsupial, marsupial mom? mom or a, are you going to breastfeed or bottle feed? Miranda kind of is like, <laughs> she's like, stop, stop pointing out that I'm going to be a bad mom. And Charlotte's very much. She's like, your apartment isn't baby proofed. It's actually a death trap. And yeah. Charlotte's talking very quickly and is like, again, crazy. Behind Super the knowledgeable eyes. about all of this to the point that's not actually helpful or fun to her friend. And it's also true a little bit that Miranda has really tried hard not to think about this. She keeps talking about how she has a job, which fair, and she wants to keep it. And she, it's tricky, but she also is like not processing quite the reality yet. I think of baby and all that that's going to mean. And she's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't get the fried chicken. I got a Putinesca, and we're going to have mescaline greens, and I got the stork thing. She's like, you put the stork on the invitation. She goes, that is not a stork. That is a duck. That <laughs> duck is smoking a cigar. That is a duck for adults. <laughs> it's a boy cigar. That duck is fucked. This whole shower is fucked. Miranda's like, maybe I'm not even going to show up. 
she's she's having trouble processing this and I don't really blame her and I think it's also hard because there's not like one other consistent person as with often happens when you're having a baby you know that you're there's just a partner there automatically no and Miranda (laughs) surprise thinks she doesn't have that at least she actually mentions I think earlier she's like no Steve wants to try he just keeps getting all like fatherly and into shit and I don't I don't want that what do you mean she thinks she doesn't but she does you don't know what's happening mm-hmm I don't know nothing, Jon Snow. How's Game of Thrones? The red lady just said that to him after he wouldn't have sex with her because he loves Egret, which is the thing Egret always said to him. And I'm like, <laughs> so. What? Every time I see Ari now, he asks if I've watched Game of Thrones. And every time <laughs> I, I roll my eyes and I say, yes. He's we, uh, Mr. Amnesia. I love him. <laughs> love his work. Love his work in forgetfulness. So Great now film. Carrie and Miranda are having a really sweet moment. Did I say their names correctly? You did. Great. They're sitting on the steps. Miranda's so pregnant. She's like, I have no maternal instincts. I have no patience. And she goes, thank you for coming down. And Carrie goes, well, you couldn't go up. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie's wearing this ridiculous, like sateen thing over like, like a, a cotton t-shirt. t-shirt. She's a fool. She's a, she's Carrie. She's so Carrie. I love her cutie new hair up in a little bun. Yeah. The short lop. Yeah. Uh, Miranda asks if she can tell her a secret and she confesses that she dropped her niece on her head when she was babysitting when she was 13 and got bored. And she's like, like, I got bored, Carrie. She was doing her homework and, and the she baby slid was on down the, couch. the couch. She got two stitches and Carrie's like, get off my stoop. It's, it's so perfect. Cute. Um, and she's like, she doesn't even have this baby doesn't even have a father figure. I'm a type a monster mother who works 50 hours a week. And Carrie's like, I think she has a father figure. You, not Steve. Okay, and Miranda's like, well, I do love them Yankees. <laughs> Which is like... Their humor is so good when they're together, too. They get especially, like, wry and, and smooth. Well, they're best friends in real life. That's right. It's you right. Can tell. And Miranda's rubbing her belly and is, like, feeling sweet about it. And Carrie asks her, do you really think it's that simple that, like, my father walked out, so I'm just going to have fucked up relationships with men? And Miranda says, my father came home every night at 7 p.m. on the dot, and I still have no clue about men either. So there you go. Here we are. It's perfect. Um, Carrie says, I RSVP'd to a duck with a well, cigar. Well, because Miranda's You're like, do going. I have to go to my own <laughs> <Yeah>. baby shower? <laughs> yes, you do, madam. And madam? <laughs> Carrie offers to get her a forklift to get her off the steps. And it's very sweet. They They're good sweet buddies. Memory. They should kiss. I <laughs> thought that too, actually. That that was a moment for a kiss. So Miranda shows up to her baby shower looking <laughs> as upset as ever. And she's wearing like a, an off-the-shoulders shirt, but with orange bra straps sticking out, which I kind of love. I imagine there's a cami under there. You think? Okay. Sure, it's a cami. I'll take and it. And Charlotte reveals this like beautiful Maybe it's spread dress. with fried chicken. It's the dress. She actually, uh, yeah, and she's just wearing the shirt over it. She got fried chicken and... She's like, I have to get the rest of the sandwiches, which all have their crusts. There's nothing cute. She looks darling. And she's eating fried chicken, and I really want fried chicken. And um, (laughs) Gary and Samantha have walked down Fifth Avenue with, like, a diaper cake that's full of a bunch of things. And Miranda's like, I don't want or need this. And they're like, we are not taking it back. It's a four-tier cake made exclusively of diapers. And Samantha (laughs) goes, I baked it myself. It's really very cute. When are they not? And look at Carrie's abs. It's I know. like, what uh, amount of money can I pay to have abs like that? I don't think it works that way. It's true. I just have to stop eating pasta. I don't think it works that way either. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> eat pasta. That's what you do. I haven't eaten pasta. Yeah, me too. Um, there's a, so many women there. Because at first, too, Miranda's like, who on earth would I invite to this except for you guys? And uh, one of them is like, all the women who made you go to theirs <laughs> who like this shit. And um, they're getting, you know, she's going through presents. She's really, Miranda's just like, keep giving me presents. Like, that's why yeah. I'm here. Let's go through I it. I love presents. Um, <laughs> Samantha can, confer- I do too, they're fun. Wait, this is crazy. Someone told me about a woman who was getting married who had an engagement shower. An engagement shower, which means she's getting presents just for getting engaged. Jesus. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the inspo list for the future. No, I would never do that. My no, friends no, are no, unable to no. afford to buy me a, an engagement shower gift, a bridal shower gift, and a wedding gift. Like, wow, what, what are you co- saying about my future finances, Brooke? I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about me. <laughs> if I set that expectation. That's true. And then what, And then your wedding is like in, <laughs> four people In your there apartment? And, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we could do it here. There's yeah. some decent space. Do you think? Yeah, for sure. We'll clear it out. Um, Miranda is on like gifts, gifts, gifts. And then Magic. some woman comes. Yeah. We're about to have your like wedding. House party. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. You know, there are people who've done that before. Yeah. I bet it was lit. 
I bet it wasn't lit. Um, Miranda's going through gifts and someone hands her a baby and is like, here, new mom. And Miranda does the thing that she did to her niece, sort of, where she just kind of puts the baby to the side and he like slides off her belly and, and Carrie like, grabs him. And is like, oh, I see it in action Oh, but now. before that, Miranda opens a gift and it's a Tiffany rattle. Oh, I thought it had already rattle. happened. And, and it's exactly Charlotte. like the one that Charlotte got from Trey when they were first trying. And she kind of has a moment where it's like, oh, this all should have been mine. She starts crying in front of people. I feel like I would have excused. And I guess it's TV, but I like, I'm, I know this feeling when you want to cry in yeah. front of a bunch of people. And like, you go out before the scene part. You know, before you make the scene. But she like, starts to make right the back. scene a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And she runs out. This happened to me the other day. Yeah, it happens, you know. And Miranda goes and finds her. And she's laying on her bed. And Charlotte's like, I really want to be alone. And Miranda doesn't. She goes over and she's really sweet to her. And then she's like, oh, I have a maternal instinct after all. It's very sweet. She's like, she's like, well, you can't do that because you have 20 people, people in, in the other room. room. But I love you. And she sits down with her. And Charlotte looks at her and is like, I'm sorry I ruined your day. And she's like, you didn't, of course. I love this friendship. Yeah, me too. The it's Miranda rare. Charlotte friendship. I like getting to see it this episode. Um, she's she's also says to Charlotte, which is true, and it's sweet that she recognizes it because she's been so against it. She's like, girl, there wouldn't even be a shower to ruin if it wasn't for you. You know, you made this all happen for me, and I need you because I'm having this baby, and you know more than anything anyone else. You know what was in that diaper cake. And Charlotte's like, it's not just diapers, it's also lotion and yeah. other stuff. Um, and she's like, see, I never would have known that. I need you. So Charlotte's now being her sweet, sweet, sweet friend. Yeah. Um, there's knocking, and Carrie comes in with a little baby. Like and she's like, like a weird... Because she certainly doesn't have the maternal instinct. And she's like, look, he wet himself and me, so uh, someone needs to take care of and this. And she's wearing this, like, sequined rainbow dress, which or skirt, which, honestly... It's amazing. It's really a cool outfit. And Samantha comes in and is like, can we get the cake? I have a threesome to get to. <laughs> they keep calling it a three-way as a well. A three-way, they I'm do. surprised that there wasn't a moment in this episode where Samantha called it a menage a trois. I know, truly. That would have been <laughs> right for the picking. Samantha, here, can I just fast forward through this or just explain what happens very briefly because it's really all that happens is before they all start hooking up Samantha's like I'm gonna set some rules and she tells Alexa that they she would she won't be no mouth giving <laughs> Alexa keep your dirty lips to yourself <laughs> Alexa this is about lo- sex not, not love. love which is like wow what a way to tell her exactly how high the stakes are for you and Richard walks in and he's hot yeah he does look good and uh, Alexa's already stripped down to her bra. And so then we get one like 30 second scene where Alexa almost tries to kiss Richard. Samantha, Samantha basically pushes him off, pushes her out of bed. How, why are they on like a, like how high is, why does it, when they pan to the top, it looks like she falls like seven so far. Feet? Uh, I think it's never pleasant. Even when it's only a foot, you know, it's startling to fall out of a bed. And wait, what does she say? Wait, go back. So basically, so, um, the girl gets up and is like, uh, he's like, hey, no need for that, Samantha. She's There's like, plenty of me to go around. She says, tell her, Daddy. Yeah, thanks, Daddy. And Samantha's like, the one thing Richard didn't want was to be made feel, to feel old. And Richard goes, get, get rid, rid of her. See, but doesn't that look like it's like a 10-foot drop? I think it's lit weirdly under the bed. Maybe. That's funny. Also, I hate that his bed is just like in the middle in of the, the middle living of the, room. Yeah, it's very it's strange. It's so disgusting. His life's about sex, man, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. It's hot. He's in his prime in his 60s. Yeah. He's basically like... She says, do you want anything else for your birthday? And he says, no. And she's like, what about my three-way? The busboy's coming in, too. And then he's like, seriously, babe, let's try this. Let's be monogamous. No one else. Just you and me. And Carrie goes, it's amazing that by giving Richard exactly what he th- she thought he wanted... She got what she wanted. Needed. Monog- needed. Monogamy. And it's monogamy. <laughs> that is monogamy. That's monogamy. <laughs> um... And which is also interesting because it's Carrie being like all this time what Samantha really needed was a lockdown man. No, but I think it's like. It's what she wants now with Richard. I think I actually had a moment where I was like, oh, Samantha was trying to be a cool girl for Mm -hmm. so long. Then by being a cool girl, she got what she wanted. Well, it also changed her mind. Yeah, it's true. Unfortunately. Fuck. But let's see. I think I've unfortunately spoiled what happens with Richard for myself. I don't know exactly how or when, but I'm sad. Anyway, I know, but there's so much to come that you don't know. Like literally, I, know, I was talking so to, to someone about this maybe yesterday, where I was like, "We're about to enter the territory where you don't know." Like, oh, fun! Big. I'm going to be really surprised by. Ooh, no, not <laughs> large things. No pun intended. Excuse me. <laughs> 
Um, oh my god, I'm so excited for short haircut Carrie. She's my favorite. Really, I feel like she's in a new era. I love it. Um, Carrie's article is finished, and Julian is like, "Normally, I pop a bottle to celebrate. How do you celebrate?" And she's like, "I buy, I buy shoes, shoes and purses, purses, which like we got you in this mess in the first place." Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, "Have you ever heard of the Vogue accessory room?" So he takes her in. He's like, "She's squealing." He's like, "We're not even supposed to be in she here." She finds a pair of Manola Blahnik, Mary, Mary James, James, which she, she thought is an urban shoe myth. She didn't even think they existed in the wild. Here to the left, we have the urban shoe myth, Mary Jane by Manola Blahnik, emerging from its cave once a season for astute viewers and shoppers anyway um <laughs> hey um carrie gets really excited and julian's <laughs> like i'm gonna go plunder the men's side and then the thing we've all been dreading the whole episode happens she comes around the corner because he's like come look at these what does he say these um these uh, gucci's except not some that neat moops versace's <laughs> sure and she comes around the corner rack, and he is wearing... He's just dropped trow. He's just wearing Versace underwear. And Carrie's like, pull your pants up. She handles it well. She doesn't give him an inch. She doesn't play along to his flirting. He does this thing where he's, she's like, what about your wife you told me about who you love who's a ballerina? And he was like, she's been having an affair with our friend forever. I find you adorable. And she was really like, pull your pants up. Which is good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited that I'm excited by how Carrie handles this. Me too. She I'm handles I'm excited well. that her job is still like, she doesn't lose her job because of this. Yep, exactly. She just puts him in his place. And we know from looking at his IMDb, this man never comes back to this show. So she's fine. She's going on without him and he's not going to. Yeah. Um, but Carrie really is like, you, um, yeah, he says to her, I find you adorable. And she says, you're old enough to be my father. And he does this whole, like, would your father be wearing Versace's? Also, listen, honey, an older man can help you work through all your problems And she's with like, men. all right, Freud. Uh, and he says, yeah. He says, "I let me just say, I think you have some serious issues with men. She goes, I do right now. Yes. <laughs> she handles it super well. I'm proud of her. I am, too. And you know what? She gets her pair of shoes out of it. Good for her. She's like, this is folk. Pull your pants up. So then she works exclusively with Enid. And you can't have a perfect boss, but. And you can't have a, yeah, you can't have a perfect everything, honestly. Um, and I Enid, don't think you can have a perfect anything. There I said it. No. I Sips don't think water. So Perfection is a myth, you know. So is closure. An <laughs> urban <laughs> shoe myth. Um, a Carrie, like, gives her a pushback at one point because she's like. Listen, I because Enid's like we don't want Carrie Bradshaw's opinion on shoes. We don't know that Carrie Bradshaw knows anything she about goes, shoes. Listen, <laughs> I may not know things about men, but if there's one thing I know about, it's shoes. And Enid laughs and then walks away and goes, "I'm walking." And Carrie runs to keep up with her, but it's like, oh, she's doing fine. She's making it work. Proud of her. She may not have the perfect outfit or the perfect parent, but maybe the best any of us can do is not quit. Play the hand we've been given and accessorize the outfit we've got. Because lest we forget, this show is about fashion. (laughs) (laughs) So plopability, we got into it a little bit. but Who did you resonate with? Okay, sure. Let's start there. I don't know. I resonated with... Alexa. Oh, fuck yeah. Just kidding. God, the number of times. If I had a nickel for every time I had to turn down a threesome, I would have no money. (laughs) I spent it all. Anyway, um, I resonated with, I don't know exactly, but I think maybe Charlotte, just in the sense of like sometimes having to swallow your pride and do hard things for other people you love. Hmm. But yeah, I resonated a little bit with, um, well, with Carrie, definitely. And I mean... Even just the weird power dynamics, just the writing, the, the yeah, totally all of that. Really, you? Um, I think I resonated mm-hmm. with with Samantha a little bit. Yeah, not in the like sexual threesome part about it, but in the like again willing to make it happen for just like working, like ignoring the like blatant red flag that you don't want. To, mm. Like to try to be like accommodating mm-hmm. in order to get the thing you think you want, which won't even be the thing you want because he's not going to offer it. Richard's. But he does want. offer it. Yeah. In the end, it so seems. So I've learned a b- no lesson. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Sex in the city. Fuck. You've been no help at all. Um, and then Miranda, just because I think I would have those same fears. as Me well. too. Very much so. 
And just the friendship. That scene with Carrie and Miranda on the stoop. Mm-hmm. Also the Carrie and Charlotte scene I really love. I think there are moments. I Miranda have had, and Charlotte. Sorry. Yeah, Miranda and Charlotte. I think I've had friendship, a lot of friendship moments like that. I appreciate about these four ladies is that they really have no fear about um, calling each other out. Mm-hmm. No, I really agree. And I don't do that. I'm afraid. Even with my best friends, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's kind of scary. We say often, you know, like, I don't have conversations with my friends like this. And then it's maybe true. it's because we're too young. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that develops. I wonder if it's a 30s thing or if it's a just we're both super, super deeply non-confrontational people. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, popability. I think a lot of it is very plopable. I think you're right. It would have to just be written differently from the scene, first scene where he gets her drunk. Similarly to the way that like Richard and Samantha in the beginning would have had to be handled differently because of the relationship. Um, I think Miranda's very plopable. I think Charlotte's very plopable. I think Carrie is Well, I just think plopable. that like the issue that Julian presents in this episode is like such a hot topic right now that yeah. like I think the manner in which it happens is very comical in this episode where it's like she turns around the corner and his trousers are dropped and he's right. like, go, go, I'm It's a not clown. him like pressing a button and shutting her in his office and, you know. Right. And I think that there's like nuance and subtlety into the like yuckiness of what that is that would be mm-hmm. a very I would I would want I couldn't help but wonder mm-hmm. if a 2018 sex in the city would have handled it differently mm-hmm. there's also something interesting about the whole episode you kind of holding your breath uh-huh. well us watching well, it us, today yeah and I wonder if the same thing would have happened watching it in in 2002 or if they would have laughed at it yeah it's very interesting yeah. How I think times have changed. Yeah. Times have changed. Blue, 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 blue. And we often rewind the clock. <laughs> blue, 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 blue. Never believe. <laughs> Wait, tell me your delta up and delta down. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my delta up is that core power yoga is allowing me a young. Oh my god. A young Brooke Nicole Wiseman. <laughs> To do a 75-minute yoga sculpt class to exclusively songs from Mamma Mia. Remember how last week she was like, I wonder if Core Power would let me do that. I spoke it into existence. Asking is amazing. I'm really learning the the value of just being open and asking for what you want. And the universe will hopefully... Not curb stomp you <laughs> by giving it to you and then getting yes. you sick. Yeah. But they did. So, um, you know. You're going to work through it. You're going to have some vitamin C. You're going to sleep. And you're going to teach a fucking sculpt class to Mamma Mia too. <laughs> all Mamma Mia. It's 75 minutes. Oh, fuck. The all Mamma Mia, Mia too. Well, we were talking last night about like, do I use regular ABBA songs? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's going to be phenomenal. Um, And my delta down mm-hmm. is that um, I am sick. Yeah. And my air conditioner, just like all that shit. Yeah, bummer. At least it's like marginally cooler today. It's lovely outside today. Yeah. It's a little gloomy. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping I finish my book soon. I, think I just I'm finished my book and it was, I loved I'm it. Like, I'm like very close. Oh yeah. You'll finish it on the way home. Probably. Yeah. When you leave, I'm going to take, go across the street and get my laundry. Nice. That'll be my incentive to leave the apartment. Proud of you. Thank you. I only left the apartment to come here today. Well, you come here you did from a ways away. You journeyed. I'm, I don't want to say anything until I get home mm-hmm. because yesterday it, oh, the Delta down is the, is the MTA. Yesterday the it MTA. took me an hour to get from Bryant Park to my apartment. <gasps> a commute that normally takes 15 to 20 minutes. Good grief. Good grief is right. Cynthia, if, we need you. Oh, Cynthia, you're a really cool dancer, Cynthia. We love Boogie you. Boogie to the groove now. <laughs> what is your Delta up, Delta down? Um, My Delta up is that I'm starting a brand new adventure tomorrow. Yeah. And then I have a... I know what I'm getting you as your gift. Oh, my God. Thank you. Uh, what a good friend. Surprise presents. They're the best. <laughs> um, That I have a nice manicure. That I'm going to get to chill today. That I've gotten to do some fun New York things in the last few days with Imka. That I've gotten to sleep in a little bit. My delta down is that it, I just don't want to go back to work. I wish I had another week off, but um, we've got a lot of fun. Trips I'm really in excited. We you do. September is going to be great. Yeah, I do. Flights. My flights. I'll do that. I'll do it. Um, is that it? Um, yep. Do we have anything else you want to tell the people? The people. Hey, people. I want to tell you that. Oh, I was just going to say. Um, 
blind chameleons can still change colors to match their surroundings, which is a fact I've always loved deeply. Wow. I have hundreds of animal facts on file. Don't ask me why, when they're from, how. I just, this is who I am now. I want to ask the people. So this is the longest my hair has been since 2013. I love it. And I'm in that place where I'm like, do I I lop it all off? Cut it. I don't think that I do. Um, But if you think I should keep... If you have strong feelings. Please reach out to me. We like a little feedback. And if people wanted to reach out to us... Uh Uh-huh. Brooke, where could they find you? Well, they could find me on Twitter Uh at Brooke underscore Wiseman. Uh Uh-huh. And they could find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And if they put an underscore on my Instagram, I will drown them in pickle juice. <gasps> that sounds like a kind of nice way to go, at least. Certainly salty. Yeah. Hey, we like salty. And social media, ma'am? You can find me on um, Twitter, at Mrs. Burt Macklin. It's amazing when I'm not sitting at a desk for eight hours a day. I tweet significantly less uh-huh. of my immediately immediate thoughts and feelings. I tweet the most when I'm at the airport. Oh, fascinating. Good to know. Hmm. Um, I also have an Instagram that you can find. Oh, do you? It is called uh, Bridget M37. And um, there's some pics on there. So check them out. Collectively, we are at, at Splat, Splat Podcast. On Twitter. On, on Instagram, Instagram. At gmail.com. Check us out. Rate, please rate, review, subscribe. Send us feedback. Thank you. We got some helpful feedback this week, and we appreciate it. We love hearing from you guys and making your experience better. My dad just sent me a photo of me as a child. Oh. And I, I am. I want to see it. Oh, my God. I love baby Brookie. And I love that your dad just sent that to you with no context. Oh, yeah. I always get these weird treats. I'll get these weird emails from my dad that'll just say, no, no body in the message or no text. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. is this? And what it's is usually this? a pic. A, pic of me. a cutie pic of you. Look at that. Mm-hmm. What a good dad. T minus one month until we're in Disney World. Holy shit. That's crazy. I'm oh, my so God. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been in so long. It's going to be so good. So long, meaning like yeah. two years. For you. It's a long time. Relatively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, y'all, we'll see you on the flip side. Yes. Flippity flop. Have a good Send weekend. Send Bridget good vibes for her first week, even though this is happening after that happened. You can yeah. still do it. Thank and send you. me good vibes because I need them too. Brooke needs them. We need them. Just send us good vibes and we'll hold up a mirror and flash them back at you. Mm-hmm. Love you. Mwah. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.